you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. Come see us. Our tour begins this Friday at the Bell House in Brooklyn. I think it's sold out. There might be some VIP tickets left, but um, you can come see us in other places. Yeah, next let's, week we'll be yeah, in San it Francisco, starts this week, Seattle, but the, we're, we're on we'll Detroit, for the whole Atlanta. month. We're going everywhere. And if you don't have a ticket, then get a ticket. Get a ticket. Who Weekly, who weekly dot us. Uh, until then, let's talk about this tweet. The couple that's been all about each other are going to be man and wife. Isn't that usually what happens when a couple is all about each other? And then they become about each other. Wait, I don't then, get it. Does that mean, so here's my, here's my question. It's just bad. This made no sense to me, but were they trying to say like, they were all about themselves and then about each other? Or have they been uh-huh. about each other the whole time? Uh-huh. And now they're man and wife. Because either way, it's not surprising because that's how like married, like if you decide to get married, it's married. It's because you decide to be all about the other person. I think what it's they mean tweet. is a lot more simpler than you're thinking, which is just the couple that has been like hooking up in public for months now in front of us constantly are now getting constantly. married. Constantly. But like the phrasing of all about each other is insane because like, yeah, well, that's why you would marry somebody mm-hmm. unless if you were mm-hmm. all about them. Like there's just like a thousand million other ways to write this tweet that yeah like did not Kourtney make the Kardashian and Travis Barker are engaged <laughs> <laughs> they're officially engaged said Winnie Harlow ah congratulations said Addison Ray. I'm screaming <laughs> I'm gonna say how did did how did E! Online uh cover this one did they have a funny did they have a good tweet did their tweet make sense I'm very curious let's see hold on let's see let's see Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are engaged and we're still smiling from ear to ear the actual first one was, say it ain't so. Courtney and Travis are engaged. That's Wait, the first one. Wait, this one I don't and get. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. We gotta go. Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are engaged. Is that a keeping up joke? A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I have to go. What the heck is A, B, C, D, E, F, G mean? It's just a phrase I like to use. That means is that a real phrase? The conversation is over. You've said this before. You've never heard that phrase? <laughs> No? Have you? <laughs> yes, that means the convo is done. If you say A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yeah. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. We gotta go. Courtney, <laughs> I really don't know that one. <laughs> is that a keeping up? Is that a I keep- love seeing the scheduled tweets pop in between all of these Courtney Korda- Kardashian, Travis Barker tweets. It's like, Courtney, Travis, Courtney, Travis, Courtney, Travis, Courtney, Travis. Blake Lively took some time out of her schedule to troll her husband's big announcement, and it was absolutely hilarious. That's it. One of the details from E! News' sources, which I trust the most for obvious reasons, is she teared up and couldn't stop saying, I love you. (laughs) Okay, so set the scene. Courtney and Travis are between a gigantic, I think, heart-shaped wall of roses on the beach. But like people are just walking by. Right. It's like a public beach area and like somebody's dad like got a photo and like they posted it first i think they beat tmz to like the announcement or whatever 
Right, but you had here, which is a good question, and I was wondering it myself, do we think she posted these low-quality grainy photos because TMZ leaked it and she had no choice? I do think that, but also when you zoom out of this area, there's a restaurant right behind them, it's a public beach, there are so many people all around. It could have been anyone. These are lower quality photos, but they're not low quality photos. And they definitely don't look, make it look like the scene that I saw from somebody's dad's fo- camera phone, which was just <laughs> the people walking by and like everyone watching and like the security surrounding them. This photo mm-hmm. at least like cuts that off. It makes it look like they're alone, which they were very far from being alone. Absolutely. You know? We're not alone. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said last night to me over text, I always forget that she and Scott were never married. So this, yeah, this is her, is her first, first marriage. marriage, which is like well, will be her kind first marriage. Of at, kind of adding a little bit of insult to injury, injury to insult. Which one is it? Which one goes first? It, insult to injury. Yeah. Yeah. To like the Scott Disick thing, because they mm-hmm. were so much like we really love each other, but like we don't see the need in getting married or whatever. And mm-hmm. I don't see the need in getting married to somebody you're with for a long time. But this does feel very over-the-top, exaggerated romance versus her and Scott Disick, who always felt like they were just, like, brother and sister who definitely had a lot of kids and had a lot of sex, you mm-hmm. know? Like, there's a different dynamic, yeah. maybe, and I think that's, like, probably really difficult. And based on this based on this flower arrangement, Jeff Lethem made his mortgage payment this month. Oh, my <laughs> <You> God, <know? laughs> Jeff Lethem, you're so right. Jeff Lethem, oh, you're right. This this screams Jeff Le- Jeff Lethem. How many rose bushes had to die for this display? These don't grow naturally in sand. No, I cannot stand the the rich person or the I don't know the Kardashian thing about just like celebrating every occasion by just getting a truckload of flowers. <laughs> it's so it's so thoughtless. Like it's not even precious. All you do is spend a lot of money on these flowers and they come and dump all these flowers there. Like there's so little thought but that's involved in any of it's this. It's like pure aesthetic what you're seeing. Like what anno- what's mm-hmm. annoying about it, what you're getting down to is just like a huge display of flowers. The only purpose of it is taking a photo in front of it in a way. Like it is mm-hmm. beautiful. But like let's say you get a bouquet of flowers. That's beautiful. You put it in your house. You live with it. It it opens your day it spark it it brightens your day you know like sparks joy it sparks yeah. joy right it's simple it's it has a nice scent a wall of white lilies does not do the same thing <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like it's not the same effect right first of all the whole thing with the kardashians and flowers is the flowers are barely fit in their homes the whole the whole thing is like oh my god there's so many flowers in here like they can't even stay here like i can't even get to the bathroom because there's so many they flowers can't in here stay here but do you know what i mean like and then when they that start to is die- not and all the, the flower, <laughs> all the petals like fall. But like they all don't the even. Fall but the you floor. know they don't even get to that point. The flowers are removed from the house before they <laughs> yeah, even die right. because they're not even meant to stay there. They're meant to like take a photo of and then leave. Mm-hmm. I think that's the frustration that I'm sense like that you get with the flower thing because mm-hmm. it does feel like the it goes against everything we love about having flowers in our house. <laughs> right. The wedding the wedding that uh, I went to over the weekend, um, it was down the street. It was easy. It was in Brooklyn. Oh, but it did the that. thing that I love at weddings, which is they have all the wedding uh, centerpieces just at the table when you leave. And it's like, take the flowers home. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, hell yeah. I'm going to take the flowers home. They were gorgeous. One? I love that. I didn't take one. Why but not? a lot of people were taking ones. I don't know. I, I the the cats would have eaten them and it would have just been disgusting. Well, you literally can't even live. <laughs> the cats would have eaten the flowers. So the what I was going to say about Jeff Lethem is when I think about Jeff Lethem getting a call from Courtney Kardashian saying I'm getting engaged on the beach tomorrow. Well, it wouldn't be from Courtney. How I be from him, Travis. From oh, you're Travis. right. Actually, that's well, you never know. Who knows? This is what I imagine Jeff doing. You guys are in a crisis. I'm on my way. <laughs> Is that the super nanny? Yeah. You guys are in a crisis. I'm on my way. And he just brings his Tonka truck filled with roses (laughs) to wherever they need. Yeah, it's true. He's like, drop a pin. I'll be there. Honk, honk. The the actual breaking news is that Big Brothers Derek X and Claire are now dating officially. Did you watch any of this, Big Brother? You watched a little bit of it, No, because I didn't, but I did explain. We did talk briefly about how people were talking about Big Brother. There are like Big Brother heads that always watch Big Brother. And there are people like you either watch Big Brother or you don't. And I I don't know how that differs from any other show. But it's like Love Island. You gotta watch every episode. But it no, but it's like you're either obsessed or you never watch. Like it's hard to dabble in Big Brother is what I'm saying, I guess. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not like, oh, I watch a few episodes. You're like, either you watch it or you don't. But remember I told you about how they had this whole thing this season with the cookout? Where it was mm-hmm. like they had like a diverse cast for like the first time ever. And the cookout was like, oh, we're going to like literally only black people are winning this. Like forget forget everyone else. And they had a really cool strategy. And their strategy kind of connected to this story, which was that according to Timmy, Timmy, our research assistant, big, big brother fan. So he explained mm-hmm. to us how the strategy of the cookout, which was that they protected each other, but they also had somebody outside of their alliance that they also protected to throw off the scent. So To make it seem like they weren't just protecting each other. So Derek right. X, who was like a, a favorite, he was like an in-house favorite. He like... He came in second for America's favorite player. I don't even know what that means. Like, who came in first? Like, why wouldn't he come in first? <laughs> so he was the the, fir- the number one of one of the women in the cookout, Hannah. So people thought uh, they were having a showman. So that's what has to do with this. It threw people off. he was off. the one outside. Okay. So he was the one outside that she was protecting. And, like, therefore, there was, like, kind of romantic-y vibes. Either way, Derek and, um, Derek and uh, Claire didn't Claire. win. But they, I guess, again, don't know how Big Brother works. There's like a jury house where they decide who wins. Like even when they're kicked off, they come back and they live mm-hmm. in a house. And like, am I, am I, is this right? I think this is right. I think this is, I think it's close. So once the show the was, point is- once the show was like over for them and there weren't cameras on them all the time, they were like, oh, we like have chemistry. And that they called the cameras. <laughs> But I have you to guys say, were in a crisis. I'm on my way, well, and took a full on photo shoot well, about. I was gonna say revealing their love. Re- like going recapping Big Brother is not what this show is meant for. What the show is meant for are these insane press release <laughs> photos where he is in various degrees of shirtless. Like there's he has a sh- he has like a shirt on, then he has one less shirt on, then he has no shirt on, then he puts the blazer back on with no shirt under it. It's like with no shirt underneath. Oh my god! She's wearing a shirt the whole time. It's like. A- I love that. I love that twist. It's so cheesy. It's literally like a romance. Like, who took these? Who did this? Uh, Big D asked little D what his type is, and he said tall, slender, and straight hair. I was like, well, damn. And I was like, oh, okay, so Claire. And he was like, he was like, yeah, I guess those are the features I go for. Um, But he likes goofy girls and smart girls. Us Weekly. Well, the thing is, What's kind of interesting is that they all have an Us Weekly watermark on them, but they don't say Us Weekly exclusive. So <laughs> I'm sort of like, uh, what's going to happen here? Or did they take the photos and then allowed them to post them on their socials or something? Unclear. But I think Us Weekly was like, oh, we got we got a photographer for you, Claire and Derek. The 24-year-old startup founder and the 25-year-old AI engineer had an obvious connection during the game, but didn't really explore that until after their evictions when they arrived to jury. I got to say, that sentence, you really have to know what they're talking about to know what they're talking about, you know? (laughs) Also, tale as old as time, too, where it's sort of like, we were friends, we were such good friends, but we never really figured out that we were compatible as, like, actual partners until time had passed. But because it's in the Big Brother house, it's, like, the story of kind of a typical relationship condensed into, what, two months? Well, time fast very, passed very quick because they were stuck in a mm-hmm. house together. What I noticed, the only long clips of Big Brother that I had seen from this season were the ones involving Dear Evan Hansen. And so I didn't recognize any of these people because I guess they didn't win the Dear Evan Hansen prize. They didn't win it. Yeah, I don't think they so. They didn't win the Dear Evan I Hansen I got to say, prize. though, looking at these photos, these two are breaking up in about three months. I think with most reality stars, we it's been very fool me once, fool me twice, whatever. So we've been burned before. I think they're going to... Um, squeeze as many spawn pennies as they possibly can out of this relationship. And ever the, and when they notice the um, profits start to wane, they're going to call it quits. Big Brother 23. Hannah claims she's happy for Claire and Derek X, but fans think she's disappointed. <laughs> That's like the most like emblematic like have, headlines. The other woman, you know, the one that he was friends with. She's like, I don't care. And people are like, mm, she's disappointed. <laughs> She seems disappointed. What is up, everyone? Surprise, we have Claire with us and Brayden in the back sipping his mimosa. Uh, I heard you guys had a lot more questions for us, so we sat down with, what was it, E News? <laughs> okay, yes, it was E News, and we answered even more questions. Um, all right, hit the link below to see the interview. 
this is really fast, but Lindsay was watching Zara Larson's Instagram stories okay, and came rude. upon what I was, is we follow her. I was watching all no, of I the know. Who Weekly. You I know, but I make it to seem like I credit. went to her profile. I wanted I'm like, to give you credit oh, time, as having put them on Instagram. Time to watch Zara Larson's Instagram stories. It's not like you know, musty TV. You know, in a way, I mean, we she don't really funny. have musty TV these days. Okay, this is really funny. No, she's this really is so funny. good. She's really funny. The so mix, it's a series of... The mix of the photos and the text, too, is like, she knows what she's doing, is what I'm saying. These are four panels from a long story in which Zara Larson... It's very much... Let me tell you, know you the Twitter, goes off. You know the Twitter meme that's like, you, colon, nothing, like, just blank. And then no one, me, yeah. like, a wall of this is very much <laughs> right. that. She says... There's something about bowling and like, quote, going to the bowling alley that I absolutely cannot stand for the life of me. Someone even used the word hate for my feelings towards bowling. I would seriously like someone 13% less if we were going on a date and they suggested, quote, let's go bowling. Are you fucking serious? It's making me super sad. Miserable even. Bowling, it's not something I do. (laughs) I don't know where these feelings come from because I hate waiting. Maybe. I want it to be my turn all the time because I'm not very good at it, maybe. It's so scary to me when people are good at bowling. Anyways, have an amazing night. And if you thought she was done. That should be, that alone, that screed should be like frame. Like it should be, we should have to recite that like instead of the national anthem. Like that should be, mm-hmm. we have to recite the national anthem? No, the Pledge of Allegiance. Like that should be like put your hand over your heart and start. There is something about bowling and going to the bowling alley <laughs> that I absolutely cannot stand for the life of me. <laughs> Um, it's so funny maybe that should have been for the private story i don't like to be negative but my friend just broke off her nail from going bowling and a part of me is like that's karma for going (laughs) you want me and then the next you want me to put my fingers up in there and wear ugly shoes no thanks oh my god her face in this one is so good but then she in the final frame she changes outfits completely same hair new outfit i love this look on her and she's holding a bag and it says me colon ew bowling also me colon mm, bowling bag because her bag kind of looks like a bowling bag but uh, as as i'm not going to be you know actually cuz clearly she's like bowling but that's too small to fit a bowling ball i wouldn't fit a bowling ball oh much too small much too small you but know? it has the same silhouette as a bowling ball bag right no she yeah no she's not wrong i'm not she's not i'm not correcting her trust me the girl is not going bowling she doesn't need to fit a bowling ball in her bag but it is the shape of a bowling bag but it's not the size of a bowling ball bag i mean you want me to put my fingers up in there and wear ugly shoes no, no thanks, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes people have a sometimes people have a point you know she's she like has not a point. wrong about recreational bowling being not fun you know, because it's like usually when you go with like if you go with like eight or nine people, right? Usually you're going with like anywhere from five to seven or eight people bowling, right? You need you need like a good amount of people. And usually in that group, I would say three people are into it and the rest are like, okay, you know what I mean? And that's the dynamic that that's always the dynamic of casual bowling. And half the people just want to like hang out and talk and be there and drink and we're, we're with friends we're at the bowling alley but mm-hmm. then some people are like seriously bowling and that dynamic is broken yeah it's broken it and also i'm sure if you've been bowling multiple times you've had at least one great time bowling right and here's my thing about bowling every time you go bowling you're chasing the high of that one great time you had bowling right, right. and it's never been as good as mm, that interesting it's never been as good as that, but you always want to try because when it was fun, it was great. When you were getting those strikes, it was great because guess what? It's not like you're a professional bowler. You're not practicing constantly. No, and you know? you're, yeah, no, you're not going to go the bowling alley without your friends. Who's doing that? Yeah. I mean, I know people do that, but who's doing that? <laughs> I'm not doing that. Moving on. Bill Gates' daughter, Jennifer Gates, married another equestrian she found the love of his of her life and yes he also loves riding horses niel nassar i literally am like asleep we went from like a compelling point with like reason and he reason and humor that that Mm -hmm. made me interested to this and i'm like my eyes Mm -hmm. are closing and i'm just like the z's are coming out of my skull like you know emoji yeah. style it's like i'd much rather go bowling with zara larson than i would go horse rack right horseback like, riding miserable with bowling Gates, with zara larson Jennifer. zara larson's like i said i would never go bowling and you're like you know lol this is that's more compelling than like 
Bill Gates and Melinda French Gates' daughter. What's funny, I guess the only funny thing and kind of rude is that in every article about these two getting married, they mention her parents getting divorced this year. Like, it's yeah. always there. You just have to make it's it far enough like, down the article. It's rude, but they would do that with anyone, you know? Like, they have to. Of course to. they will. I they know, have to. Of course to. they will. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about John, Zara Larson again. You know what would be really funny about going bowling with Zara Larson? She would absolutely turn on the bumpers. So every time it was her turn and they would go and like rise up, it would be so funny. I, don't, I think you're wrong. I don't think she gives a shit enough to even turn on the bumpers. Once again, the bumpers are for like people who actually are there to give a shit about bowling. It's only about three or four people if you're in a group of eight or nine. It's like I think that she would do it for the care. bit. It's such a funny, like, visual. And she can make it go bounce, 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 like Plinko its way all the way to the thing. I think she's made it very clear that she's not even there to bowl anymore. So you're saying the experience of going bowling with Zara would be a lot like when it's Zara's turn, people would go, where did Zara go? Yeah. <laughs> and she'd be somewhere else and then well, you'd skip her Well, her point turn. is valid in that when you're bowling... You're always like waiting for your turn. You can never focus away from waiting from your for your turn. So it's like even if you want to go do something else or like have a conversation, you really you're always like looking over your shoulder being like, am I up? Am I up? Am I up? Am I up? <laughs> it's so boring. So she would just give up. She wouldn't even put her name on the board. They'd go, Zara, you yeah. want us to put you in? She'd go, no. <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs> Where's my bag? Where are my shoes? She would not have the shoes on. She would not have the shoes on. <laughs> but back to Jennifer Gates and Niall Nassar. Oh my god! They got married. I'm so bored. They've gotten. They've had two wedding ceremonies. Did you see the shady way that the Daily Mail did this? Exclusive. Bill and Melinda Gates walked daughter Jennifer down the aisle for her second wedding ceremony, and I was like, wait, what? She's been married twice. She's 25. After she secretly married Niall Nassar yesterday. They like in already service. got married and they, then like they had like, like big a married. first wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. They danced. Bill Gates and his daughter danced to Can You Feel the Love Tonight? That's bleak. That's the bleakest. Isn't that so weird? Do you think it was the Elton John version or like the in in film version? <laughs> He's Egyptian, and they got married. There's their their quote unquote secret ceremony, which is only being described as secret by the Daily Mail. So I don't know how secret it is in terms of like whether yeah. they were hiding anything. But but they got married the first time the day before in a Muslim ceremony on Friday, mm -hmm. and then the next day they had a civil ceremony with 300 people. Mm -hmm. I think the only reason it was it was secret because it was much. It's probably much smaller. It was probably like family only. You know, it's just like it's like okay. Yeah, more more photographers are going to be at the wedding where Coldplay is performing. Oh, really? Coldplay you know? performed? Coldplay performed. Oh, do you think Chris Martin sang be a great My check. Universe, that song? And he was like, this is to, uh, this is to Jennifer and uh, what's his name? Niall. Uh, he's, you're his universe now. Uh, I think they played the hits. I think they played the old stuff. I think they played Fix You on repeat. I think they played Fix You on repeat. <laughs> Coldplay performed at the reception and Georgina Bloomberg is on the guest list. I'm sorry, out of 300 people, Georgina Bloomberg was the one you guys pulled out as an example of somebody who was there. These people are so boring. We've talked about Jennifer Gates in the past. We've never talked about Niall, but he's actually quite boring. He's oh, just he's really rich. rich. He's from Egypt. He went to Stanford. He he rode horses. It's just like, All whatever. you can say is like, great, she married She married rich. So like now they're even. You know, like they're both rich. Like <laughs> Now they're even. That's fine. The who in this equation, the new woman, so to speak, is someone named, thanks to Page Six for calling this person out, New York Post. Nobody me. asked who this woman was until the until the Post said, who is this woman, you know? There is a photo of the Gates family on the airport tarmac, like getting out of their private jet or whatever they took, you know, pri to, to fly privately. And it's the family plus this woman who's wearing what can only be described as like a Dr. Seuss hat. It looks jester. like one of those Lorax looks trees. Looks like a jester hat. Yeah. Looks like a jester hat, but with a single thing. It kind of looks like one of those, what do you call them? The thneeds? What do you call the the trees and the Lorax? Okay. But felt there. hanging from her hat. The bottom's like a beret. And, and then there's just like an, a weird wilted flower coming out of it. <laughs> And it says, who is Mimi Gardner Gates? Meet, quote, the woman in the hat and Bill Gates' stepmom. It, who was referring to her as the woman in the hat? This article makes it seem like everybody was on Twitter was like, who is the woman in the hat? Nobody. I didn't see one person yeah, ask that Yeah, I don't question. think anybody was like, who's the woman in the hat? It's fine. But nobody asked that. 
Don't put words. You know what it reminded me of? I I typed this up here. It reminds me of Man with the Bag. She's the gam with the hat. (laughs) Everybody's waiting for the man with the bag. Everybody's talking about the man with the bag, but no one's talking about the man with the bag. No one's talking about the gam with the hat. The gam. The gam with the hat? Is that what you're calling her? The gam? The gam with the hat. She's the gam with the hat. Uh, Mimi Gardner Gates, the 79-year-old respected art historian who's also the stepmother of billionaire Bill Gates. It's like, that's the answer. Great. And also she wore a funny hat. If I was a billionaire, maybe I would wear a funny hat. Who cares? What are you going to do? Judge me? I'll pay you to say my hat's cool. (laughs) If I was a billionaire, I wouldn't think twice about like taking fashion risks. Yeah. Yeah. Because number one, so many of my fashion problems have to do with tailoring. I'd just be like, no, I'm going to buy this thing, get it custom made, and then check it out. Take it out of the town. Wear my funny hat. Wear my funny little overalls and see what people say. Who cares? That's I'm a billionaire. That's different. That's different. You being like, if I was a billionaire, I would just get my clothes tailored is different than just wearing a funny hat. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Moving on to the tweet Let's of the skip week. This. Oh, is it the tweet of the week? Yeah, it's the yeah why the are week. we skipping it? Tweet of the week. Why would you okay, skip tweet this? Tweet of the week. Everybody's talking about the tweet of the week. <laughs> well, it's actually two tweets, but combined in one. That's the best part about this I tweet. Think, I think the first tweet, but it technically counts as one tweet, even though it is two tweets. It's just no, one tweet. It's two tweets. The, the second tweet is we del- We've deleted a tweet that misspelled Camila Cabello's first name as Camila. Okay, so they spelled Camila with one L and it really, they spelled Camila with two L's, but it's really one L, right? And then you see the Mm -hmm. link. And because of NPR's we deleted a tweet policy, they have to post the original tweet like below it, like a (laughs) screenshot of it, which is just, again, adding insult to injury. Which one? Insult, injury comes first? Which one comes first? Injury Injury comes first, then you add insult. Really? Yeah, injury comes first. You add insult to injury. So you hurt yourself like and then somebody's worse, like, you're gross. <laughs> just right? say to make matters worse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just say that. But but the but the, the turn of phrase is more like visually pleasing in my brain, even though I don't really understand which comes first. But I think to add insult to injury, so it's sort of like injury is the worst thing. Insults. Like, oh my god, they're injury. Worse. They're injured. And to make matters worse, it's like it's like it's like needling someone. Okay, so it's, it's like, like if I was wearing and- ugly shoes and I fell and I hurt myself and you were like, oh also your shoes are ugly, that'd be adding insult to injury. Exactly. That's adding insult to injury. Literally. Literally. And figuratively that's <laughs> also okay. So adding insult to injury, they reposted mm-hmm. the original tweet. And the original tweet was, black fishing aside, there's a reason Jesse Nelson isn't a household name, our critic writes, with toothless lyrics and vocal reminiscent of a bad Camila Cabello impression. She commits the cardinal solo career sin, being boring. So this Jesse Nelson slam, but it's just like this Jesse Nelson slam, which is deserved, includes Camila Cabello for no reason. Like Camila Cabello dragged into this and then like pulled out because they misspelled her name and then the tweet is reposted it's just it's really kicking her while she's down what's a good camila cabello impression even a good camila cabello impression is like pretty nasty i mean it would be camila cabello (laughs) do you sing impressions yeah um okay give me one um shakira okay that's pretty good um britney spears Oh, baby, baby, how was I supposed to know? That's pretty good as well. I'm, I'm not that good. You know who takes the cake with that? Ariana. She does so such, good. Can you do an Ariana impression? Oh, baby! Wow, no, that's really good, actually. It was like 70-something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed, or in my Pull case, under out. the bed. Your linens, sweeties. The lin it's time it's linen season, honey. Oh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy 
some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh. And it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to I you. I hate middlemen. I and hate Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. You know, I've tried lots of things to get me to go to sleep in the past, you know, few years. Just a little bit of just a little bit of a push. You've got your melatonin, you got your various things, but I've found that of all the things, a little bit of C B D, a little bit of C B distillery, that's getting me goes a long way. Getting me conked right out <laughs> and and sleeping through the night. It really is. I love C B distillery. They have not all their products are for sleep. Some That's are for true. relaxation. But like, I love the sleep ones. They say, shh. Those gummies they sent us, I was in a chill vibe all day when I took two of those. They're good ass gummies. <laughs> They're good ass gummies. No, you were. You were like, you were like, I took CBD earlier today and I feel chill. I'm like not operating heavy machinery on those things. You know what I mean? I'm in a good place. Heavy machinery? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you said heavy machinery, which is good. I like that. I know what you meant. <laughs> CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. They all caps the clean, which means you know it's clean. No fluff, no fillers, just effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm, 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD, and I'm among those 90%. So if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like we did to CB Distillery. And with over 2 million customers and a solid 100% money-back guarantee, CB Distillery is the source to trust. Hooligans have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code WHO, W-H-O, for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com, code WHO, cbdistillery.com. Vanessa Hudgens got another parking ticket. She, well, she got a she got a driving while texting a, ticket, and then she got, got a, a driving while ticket. texting ticket, then a parking. What's ticket. the it's deal with like, the Daily Mail catching Vanessa Hudgens getting a ticket? <laughs> That's funny. The Daily Mail loves Vanessa Hudgens. Number one, loves she her. gets a lot of photographs. They do love she gets her. a lot of photographs, and I also think that you know what I think about that that tweet. That's like. Phoebe Bridgers seems like the type of person who has a really dirty car. <laughs> like the inside of her car is like a complete mess. Uh-huh. I feel like Vanessa Hudgens sort of just like, she gives the era of someone who's kind of like an erratic, a thoughtless driver. Like she doesn't so care about So if you are that type tickets. of person. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't care. So if you're that type of person, chances are you're just going to get caught. I do know, love that in the photo, when they caught Vanessa coming back to her car and picking up the parking ticket, behind mm-hmm. her you can see another photographer. There are multiple photographers taking photos of Vanessa Hudgens getting a parking ticket. That to me is that's celebrity. Well, they saw they saw the meter maid drop the ticket on and they were just staked out. They just staked out. Insane. They waited. Look at her. She's holding her coffee. She just left the gym. She's like, you know, I'm just gonna I just want to go home. I'm gonna pick up my Also Starbucks. to have the foresight, mm. oh, if we stick around, we can sell these photos of Vanessa Hudgens getting the parking ticket that we just saw delivered by the They're professionals. By the guy or who the girl. The professionals. The cop. And once again Gigi McGree was the uh, second party in the equation because when she texted while driving. Who's Gigi McGree? She's mysterious. Her friend Gigi McGree, who I've done research on multiple times and has been cut from this podcast multiple times. She really doesn't mm-hmm. do much. She's just her friend. She's um, just a friend. Moving on. This is sort of funny. This came out of nowhere, kind of. But I feel like interview magazine interviews like this always sort of come out of nowhere where you're like, What? And sometimes they're, I think usually they're not that great, but when they're good, they're really good. Well, not good. to be this person, but I thought Interview Magazine was dead. Well, they were dead, and then they came back to life. Okay. Yeah, they came back to life. Okay. Yeah, the shtick of Interview Magazine, where celebrities interview each other, is great if done well. And sometimes it's done well, and sometimes it's done poorly. And this is amazing. Uh, Madonna's best friend, Debbie Mazar, who also happens to be famous herself, 
interviewed Lourdes Leon, Madonna's daughter. And mm-hmm. so, like, that's a perfect pairing. These two are essentially, like, aunt and niece in many ways or, like, goddaughter and, like, godmother. And, of course, the interview is iconic. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. Because they're buds. They've known each other forever, literally since Lourdes was they born. Both they both deal with Madonna on a daily basis, which is hilarious to uh-huh. think about. Like, they're talking about Madonna, and it's very much like, ugh, what we talk about when we talk about Madonna, you know? Both of these people must have, like, a lot of, like, um, emotional strength uh-huh. <laughs> to have grown up around this woman Truly. their entire lives, or most of their lives. Truly. Because Debbie met Madonna when she was, like, an early 20-something. No, I know. Um, and I'm sure Mad- and Madonna then is very different than Madonna now. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know. And the thing about Debbie is I think Debbie is very much the same as she was then so there's a there's a little bit of a difference yes debbie's like down ass the part that kept getting pulled out by tabloids was that she didn't enjoy herself at the met gala because she really didn't know anyone which is interesting i feel like she really does live outside the bubble in a way though she is always talked about and photographed and she obviously is a model and she does fashion stuff so she goes but she doesn't really know anyone there because she doesn't really Mm -hmm. like mingle with celebrities Right. Unlike but it's a good Paris Jackson, like, which I would say is a kind of a good comparison. Paris Jackson's like friends with all of them. Lourdes like yeah. really isn't. Well, when you get when you ask celebrities like more famous celebrities about what it's like inside the Met Gala, because it does still seem like the secretive thing, even it's though clicky. we always get a ton of photos in the bathroom. It's like they either don't give a good answer or they try to be they're, they're like frustratingly coy where they're like, mm, well, it's a secret. I can't really go into what goes on inside the Met Gala or whatever. But then it's sort of like, uh, what is it? The the emperor doesn't have any clothes or whatever, where it's like or it's whatever. just a party like. You're just in there and there's just a bunch of famous people standing around talking to each other or not talking to each other, as was the case with I mean, with I have Lourdes. to say, the like, way she not describes at it, you're just shoved in a room with all these famous people and you're supposed to talk to them and be their friend even though you don't fucking know them. That's not my vibe. Can I just mm-hmm. say, though, if you take away famous from that equation, that's just going to a party. It's a party. Yeah. yeah it's like, just, that's what I mean. It's just a it's party. Just, but there's I'm just nothing saying, special like, about it's, it. It's like saying, I don't want to go to this party because I just have to like talk to these people like I'm supposed to know them and be their friend mm-hmm. even though I don't know them. And I'm like... Okay, yeah, but that's like why parties are fun. That's why parties are fun. That's what a party is. That's why like we love going to a party, or you would love going to a party. So it's a little bit like it's it's not different because they're famous people. It's just like oh whatever. Anyways, Mm -hmm. she you know the funniest thing that she says in this interview is right after that she says. I felt so awkward that I literally called my boyfriend in the middle, but the dinner was fine. I mean, I was sitting with Jeremy O'Harris, who I love, and Irina Shayk, who I love a lot. She's so funny. And that stopped me dead in my tracks. When I tell you it stopped me dead, Irina Shayk is funny? I'm ser- Like, seriously, I'm asking. Irina Shayk is funny? Funny? I'm sorry. I, you want me to answer that question? Do you think I Irina Shayk is funny? funny? I'm just, like, shook because we have Jeremy O'Harris, who... I think technically is still kind of a who Broadway them for sure. God, I but think like he's kind of who is yeah. Who is known for being funny? He's funny. Cheeky if not funny, right? Like at the Met Gala, like he seemed he's like he was having a good time. Yeah. He seems like fun. People celebrities love him. Jeremy Harris seems funny. To go from Jeremy Harris who I love to Irina Shake who I love a lot Calling out Irina Shayk's sense of humor before Jeremy O'Harris's absolutely destroyed my brain. Do you think it's what because she knows fuck? that people know that Jeremy Harris is funny, but then with the Irina Shayk, it's like, oh, I love her. She's actually really funny. Like, she dropped the actually, Maybe. but it, she's funny. That's a generous funny. read. It is a generous Maybe. Read. And Debbie Mazar completely unfazed by that. She's like, I've known you since before you were born. Like, right there. Me, after that, what? me, like, after Debbie, her answering that question, Irina Shake is funny? Go into detail on that. Tell me one joke Irina Shake has made. <laughs> I mean, the more I the more I think about it, like, I guess having a baby with Bradley Cooper... Is funny. Is funny. <laughs> is it funny, ha-ha? Funny. Or is it just, like, funny? That's funny. Like that. Uh, it might be both. <laughs> But I think here it she, might be both. I think she means here funny haha anyways whether we think it's like funny or not, you know? Mhm. Mhm. Like it's very much like, like the, the use she... of funny in like the in the Moulin Rouge song. Mhm. You know, which just means more like mm, interesting, irreverent. Mhm. It's a little funny, yeah. a little strange. Why did I say Moulin Rouge song? It's an Elton John song. I don't know. You've been talking about... No, it's an Elton John song. I just thought of it in the context of Moulin Rouge. Mm -hmm. You know that... You got Moulin on the It's a little bit funny. That song. That's an Elton John song. Your song. The use of funny in that isn't like funny (laughs) ha-ha. The use of funny in that is like maybe what she means, but I don't think so. Do you you know what I'm saying? Lindsay, I know exactly what you're saying. I'm just like really... I'm really delighted by the fact that you're saying it. Okay, I'm just I just need to know that you understand what I'm saying so I can You know move that on. 
Because when you said, you know, that Moulin Rouge song, it's a little bit funny. I was like, yeah, I know. I know what you're talking. Like, I know that that's the Elton John song, your song. I know. And I'm like, I feel embarrassed that I like said Moulin Rouge song. <laughs> it's Elton John. <sighs> Sorry. You know that Moulin Rouge song, Lady Marmalade? It's a little bit funny. Well, I was going to say, speaking of children of famous people who are now models, uh, Lily Rose Depp. Lily Rose Depp, ever since those like TikToks and tweets declaring wired headphones as being back because of Lily Rose Depp walking around with wired iPod headphones... All I see when I leave the house are Gen Zers with wired iPhone headphones. Like a few weeks ago when you first sent me the TikTok that was like, hey everyone, so here's my theory that wired headphones are back. This is why. Like, it's been like in my head ever since. I've been seeing a lot of girlies talking about wearing wired headphones instead of AirPods in an aesthetic Lily Rose Depp way. Back in 2019, Vogue published this article and they were widely ridiculed for it. But today the evidence is really there. Girls are replacing their AirPods with wired headphones. But why? My theory is that wearing wireless headphones destroys the aesthetic of listening to music. And listening to music was a literal aesthetic in the 2010s, like this was all over Tumblr. And now that 2010s Tumblr culture is having a huge revival, it makes sense that wire headphones would be a part of that. We also love when celebrities act like humble peasants, like when Rihanna was photographed using a flip phone in the modern day and everyone went crazy. Wearing wired headphones also says, I prefer the simple things in life, I can't be bothered to keep up with technology and like iPads. It's also like the weird 2020s equivalent of how being into vinyl records was really cool and aesthetic in the 2010s. And a few Be specific though, wired ago, earbuds, like the white wired, wired earbuds, earbuds that the come white with your come iPhone. With your phone. <laughs> they are back. Gen Z is rejecting all Bluetooth technology. They're like absolutely not. What like do they know? Now. It's more aesthetic. It's more I think oh, it's, it's more just aesthetic. it's purely aesthetic. It's purely aesthetic. I got to say like do they love like the like like knotted wire, like covered in crumbs at the bottom of your purse. Like, is that what they like about it? But or like, <laughs> what do they like about it? <laughs> but the tweet was something like. The fact that your phone doesn't even like this have, you can't even it. plug it into your right. phone anymore because like there's no actual hole. Do they like that? It was like, this confirms it. And there was Lily Rose Depp with her wired earbud headphones on, like walking through, I don't know, the streets of if New York City. If these Gen Zers want to like have the dongle with them at all times, that's on them. Like I can barely The bring... wired iPhones don't require the dongle though. They got lightning cable at the bottom. Oh, mm -hmm. got it. Got it. Sorry. Mm -hmm. we, sorry. We come Gen from Zers the dongle, dongle era. We come from the dongle. No, we're too old. The Gen Zers uh, reject the dongle. They do. They reject the dongle. But then, how do you charge mm -hmm. your phone while you're like listening? What? Though Gen Zs do wireless charging. No, they don't. They do what? They do MagSafe. They do MagSafe. They do wireless charging. Come yeah, on. They do. No. They do wireless charging. You're such a liar. Anyway, the the end of the I think I already said it, but the end of the Debbie Mazar piece where she goes, "Hold on, I'm just texting my husband that I want a cigarette. Oh. Do you have a favorite music genre?" I love Debbie Mazar. <laughs> Can we talk about Lindsay, you already teased it. It's Annie Live News. We had to it's talk about it. It's not Annie Live News. It's Annie related. It's Annie related. This is really funny. Come on. How can you not say this is funny? I know it's Bachelor related, but uh, it's going to take two seconds to talk about this. Bachelor in Paradise is Noah Earp crashes car into his house while kissing Abigail Herringer. <laughs> Who are these people? They were making They were making out Who are in they? their car. Who are while they? They're bachelor, bachelor people. Bachelor in Paradise. Okay. They broke up. At the end of Bachelor in Paradise, but they're back together post Bachelor in Paradise. Oh my God, so and silly! In their post back together, in their post Bachelor in Paradise life, they were in the car making out while the sun will come out tomorrow was playing. What? And he wrote, "Just took Abigail out to a nice dinner. We were enjoying ourselves. Incredible experience. Food was great. We hop in the car. We start listening to any of all things. The sun will come out tomorrow. It starts raining. The moon is getting right." We get to my house. I'm sorry. Stop, stop the right there. I look. I'm sorry. Right there. Has no one has ever felt Made like the mood Annie? was getting right with the sun will come out tomorrow playing. That's like fully. That's fully deranged. The sun will come out tomorrow is playing, and you're yeah. like, damn, the mood is right. Yeah, there's something kind of Jack Twist, Jack Nasty about all of this. Ugh, I gotta say. Oh, that's like shivers. <laughs> really like get these two back to paradise and shut the door. <laughs> you know, like I don't want them. And it says, I look at Abigail and think, dang, she looks really pretty. So I start kissing her. 
turns out I never put the car in park and I rolled right <laughs> through the grass and hit my house. Genuinely small little kiss turned into me hitting my house. I've never done that before. I wouldn't even think to do that. It's absurd. But here I am letting all things go to shambles for a little Wait, bit of love. the question is like, was it like a small tap tap or like, was it a real smack? Like how, how hard did he hit the house? We have no photos. We got nothing. I feel like if it were actually sort of nuts, if the damage were substantial, he would have taken a photograph because it's kind of embarrassing and funny. It is interesting. So, so this couple, they they broke up, quote unquote, but they actually didn't. They just didn't want to get engaged on the show. Uh-huh. So it's like actually they maybe had just some respect for themselves. They were like, oh, I guess we're breaking up. Like, see you after the show, you know, and then we'll just keep Yeah, dating. and then they lost. Yeah, they had some respect for themselves and then instantly decided to show themselves zero respect by making out while listening to Annie oh. and then crashing their car into a house. Jeez. Like. It's this any live loose, news is so. not it's it's not selling. <laughs> this doesn't count. This doesn't count. It doesn't count. Uh, What's better to talk about? Speaking of wired headphones, guess who had them in her bag? iPod. Cuz apparently I'm the last person still using an iPod and a Hotmail account. It's probably pretty cliché, but because I'm filming in Liverpool and it's my first time in Liverpool, I've ended up listening to a lot of the Beatles. Is it Lucy Boynton? That's it. She had wow, wired headphones in her bag. And guess what? They were not the new ones. They were the old ones because they were connected to a iPod. She had an iPod in her bag. Definitely one of the older versions of iPod in her bag with the wired headphones. Just seeing her pull this out of her bag gave me the most like jarring sense of like nostalgia and honestly repulsion from the seeing the white the white cord wrapped around the iPod yeah. wrapped around the iPod I'm trying to see where did what generation was this this was probably like 2010 Is this the one that has do you think she still has the U2 album on there She's definitely listening to Vertigo on that. Are you is that the free one that they put on there that no one could get off? I think that was the one before. That's the only album that fits on this iPod is is U2's Vertigo. <laughs> no, we it wasn't Vertigo. It was the one after that. It was the other one. It was the one that I never listened to even though it was on my iPod. Yeah, it was on your iPod the whole time. Everybody was like, "Get this off." You watched this entire 3 minute 53 second um yeah, I did. Video. And you said nothing else interesting was in her bag. Like, truly nothing? Nothing. Nothing? The, Just the only iPod? interesting thing she had in her bag that is something I also keep in my bag, which is antihistamines. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay, that's something. But that wasn't interesting. That's it's something. just relatable. I'm like, oh, yeah, the, the girl has a lot of antihistamines. So do I. Did she mention Rami Malek at all? She, yeah, she keeps – she actually keeps him in her bag, too. <laughs> Uh, a little pocket-sized Rami. A little, a little Rami, Rami. Rami. She did call it her Mary Poppins mm-hmm. bag. Maybe he fits in there somehow. I'm a fan of chamomile tea. I'm a fan of handwritten letters. I'm a fan of classic movies. I'm a fan of looking sharp regardless of the occasion. I'm a fan of random encounters. I'm a fan of traveling by train. I'm a fan of equal opportunities for all. I'm a fan of mischief. Okay, moving on to a nepotism alert, a big one. Sound the alarm. Well, we don't really sound have a sound. Alarm. We don't really have a sound anymore. No. Your sound didn't go over well. It's scared. It scared too many cats. It's, it's it's scared too many cats and dogs. This nepotism alert is interesting because not only is he hyphenated nepotism, He's double hyphenated nepotism this and guy, the hyphenation. This guy has fucking four names and they're each and two, two and two are each hyphenated. Mm-hmm. And usually when you think of like um, a nepotism beneficiary having a hyphenated name, it's because their more famous parent hyphenated with their less famous parent. But he just took his more famous parents full last hyphenated name. Daniel Day-Lewis's son, Gabriel Kane Day-Lewis, to make his adult acting debut in Terror on the Prairie. I gotta say, he's like Machine Gun Kelly mixed with his dad, mixed with like who's a who's a British who's a British lad who like like Nicholas Holt. Oh no, you know who he looks like? The Good Doctor. Was that what was that again? He does, Freddie Highmore. <laughs> he looks like the Good he's Doctor. He's Freddie Highmore mixed with Machine Gun Kelly. Like it's it is though. It is mixed with Daniel Day. But There's like some, barely. You, you see the Daniel Day Lewis. Well, you in see there, it in though. the eyebrows. The if there. you cover yes. his, if you cover his eyes and just let his, yeah. Yeah. The 26-year-old model, all these sons and daughters of famous people modeling is so funny because it really is like, what else do you it's do? like, oh, subjectively, you look like your parent and that's pleasing to people because it's interesting, whether you're hot or not. Not that he's not hot, but you know what I mean? It also, doesn't matter. 
Of course, but it's also all all designers want is publicity. They want right. like a hot they person, say, right? Oh, they want the right. they want the same body. They want a very specific body right. type, and they want press. And what easier way to go? Is there an easier way to get it than with like the tw- early twenties child of a very famous person? Guess who's producing this movie, which is a bad sign. Oh no, Gina, Gina Carano. Carano! What the no, fuck? Fresh off no. being fired from The Mandalorian. Oof. No, he's in a movie no. with Gina Carano. What? Anyways, if you go to his Instagram, if you go on the Who, if you're on the Who Weekly account, which I'm, you, you're not. I'm just telling you. And you go on his Instagram. He's also fo- the only person he's followed that we followed. The only person he's followed by. The only person who's fo- who's following him that we follow is Rita Ora. Rita Ora. If you want to know who she's <laughs> paying attention to, paying attention to. I well, mean, if Raph Law Rita wasn't Ora good enough, a, then I was gonna say Raph Law. Raph Law is uh, is a alleged type. I don't think that she ever dated Raph Law. I think that was specifically press for twist. I think so too. I'm sure they're buds. I'm sure they've hung out once. You know, they've hung out. Wait, who? Raph Law and Rita Ora? No, uh, Gabriel Kane. Oh, Day I'm Lewis sure. And Rita I'm sure. Because he's also a musician. Day Lewis, whose only previous feature appearance came as a child 20 years ago in Benoit Jacquot's 2002 French language drama Adolphe, will play the supporting role of The Kid, an outlaw whose seemingly innocent facade hides a darker reality. And you know who's directing? Oh my god. Michael Polish, a.k.a. fucking Kate Bosworth's ex. (laughs) (laughs) This is a disaster. This is the most disastrous, disastrous pedigree I've ever seen. Like the most disastrous cast and crew list I've ever seen. Best of luck. Oh, wait, I just want to say he uh, that Daniel Day-Lewis, he had a six year off on relationship with sultry Mm -hmm. French actress Isabel Adjani, who later said that he had dumped her by fax in 1995, very Taylor Swiftian, when he found out she was pregnant with his son. Oh, he initially refused to pay for little Gabriel's upkeep, though friends say father and son are now close. That's unreal. Seems like a dirtbag, right? Danny Lewis, dirtbag? He's a total dirtbag. So I'm just saying it's very. it's interesting that he and his father have a good relationship. I guess I worked on they worked on it. And he now has his he took his lot, you know. Well, it's good for his career to keep the last name. You know? And I'm sure the and I'm sure I'm sure his mom is like, I'm very disappointed, but I get why you're doing this. It's very what's the Katie you sent a fax? (laughs) By fax. Having to watch that slowly. I love that my reference is that Taylor Swift because mm-hmm. he dumped Jonas Brother dumped her by text message or whatever Russell, dumped her on the phone. But it Russell Brand dumped her via text. That's famous. That's that's a thing. You sent a text. You sent a text. One of her best songs. <laughs> that was song. Moving on. So this woman, the way she played us, the way she played us, Madison Lacroix. Madison Lacroix allegedly torpedoed A-Rod's relationship with Jennifer Lopez is arguably the reason that Jennifer Lopez ended up with Ben Affleck again. And here she is, acting like nothing ever happened. She met a guy less than a year ago, and now they're engaged. His name is Brett. (laughs) I mean, it's just amazing that this person who ushered J-Lo into the arms of, let's be real, yeah, no, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. We forgot about her Should we send her a gift? Should we find her registry? Should we find her, her Zola? No. Well, it's really easy to find her registry because she she announced her engagement on Amazon. Amazon Live. I'm excited to announce that I'm engaged, LaCroix exclusively told Us Weekly on Wednesday while discussing her partnership with Amazon. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. And I feel like I've been trying to hold this in for some time and it has been one of the hardest things I've had to do. Also, for some time? You met this guy yesterday. <laughs> what are you talking about? So I... I've been dying for this day. Like, I am so excited. I don't know if, like, the outfit is giving you guys any guesses or anything like that, but please feel free to ask me any questions. I know Mary's on here, already getting getting close. So, hi, Lizzie. Um, pregnant. Not yet. I'm just kidding. No, I am not pregnant, so I... Um, actually, am announcing 
that I am engaged. And I'm so excited because I honestly had no clue at the time. Um, it was a very special moment for my family and I. We've talked about this briefly in the past, but like Amazon Live's website, Amazon Live is actually pretty interesting. A lot of who's go on here to make a, a make a buck selling items, like just listing off items that they buy on Amazon that they recommend to other Amazon like Prime shoppers. And it's easy to not know about this, but like when you go to Amazon Live, it's absolutely filled with content. There is so much of it. They update it all the time. It's people you've heard of. Yeah, they're who's, but it's people you've heard of and they're making videos constantly telling people to buy shit. Literally at the bottom is scrolling all the the items that she's about to sell, one of which is called the Verdusa Women's Elegant Off-Shoulder Jumpsuit, the Relly Pop Women's Polka Dot Jumpsuit, the Woosie. You know how like Amazon <laughs> yeah. has like the brands that are just like not brands, they just like our names, you know? The Woosie Women's Elegant Pleated Short Dress. But they also have the Wedding Countdown Calendar, Wooden Blocks, Engagement Gifts, Bride-to-Be, Bridal Shower Gift Engaged, Engagement Gifts for Couples, Rustic Gray with White Numbers. 365 days until Mr. and Mrs. And don't you dare forget the boyfriend and girlfriend wine and whiskey glass gift set engagement gifts for couples, fiance, fiance, gift him. It's literally glasses. One is a man's glass. Men drink whiskey, women drink wine. That's the thing. Did you know that? And the other one is, oh. Uh Uh-huh. And they say boyfriend and girlfriend, but both are crossed out to say She's also selling XO Fetty Bachelorette Party Extra Large Bride Straws from Bridal Shower Decorations plus Bride to Be Gift. Uh, It's $7.99 per straw. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> per straw the straw sort of bendy curlies to spell the word bride they're 7.99 per straw i thought it was a pack it's like you don't have to tell me this is so funny you don't have to tell me what this straw is for <laughs> like i don't need you to like give me i don't need you to give me bullet points as to like what i will use this for which which instances i will buy this straw like where i who i will give this straw to how i will drink this straw like come on she really fell so fast is like kind of what I'm saying. Or maybe she never went anywhere at all, you know? She fell so fast, but she is one of the most influential celebrities of the year. <laughs> of the past two she years. She really... Of the it, pandemic. It began with her. We would not be where mm-hmm. we were if not for her. Mm-hmm. Butterfly effect. This woman is a pterodactyl. She is a pterodactyl effect. The things that she has done to our culture. The Madison flapping LaFleur. of her wings changed everything. And her new fiance, don't give a shit. He's just some guy. He has no. multiple siblings, says uh, Us Weekly. <laughs> Us, Weekly. Us Weekly. He has multiple he used, siblings. He has multiple siblings. He used to play basketball. There are five things to know. Three of them are these. And then he has multiple siblings. And number four, which is our biggest problem, he doesn't have any social media That's pages. literally them being <laughs> like, here's why all these are so stupid. You know who won't be announcing her pregnancy on Amazon Live? That's right. It's Eve. She's pregnant. And she announced it the normal way. (laughs) On Instagram. Her husband's name is Maximilian Cooper, which is one of the all-time great names, I think. And his Instagram handle is MrGumball3000, which is one of the great Instagram handles. Obsessed. When I read this, can you believe it? At (laughs) MrGumball3000. Imagine if you're announcing your pregnancy and you have to type in your husband's Instagram Mr. Gumball handle. Mr. Gumball3000. I would 3000. say, babe, I love you. But if you don't change your Instagram name before I announce the baby, I'm... No, I'm just not going to name you. <laughs> <laughs> You can stay, but I'm just literally your name will not be mentioned by me in the in the caption. <laughs> who's that girl? Indeed, one of the ultimate who's actually. Yeah, she really she is, is. Who's that girl? But the thing is, she's a them. Yeah, she kind of is a them, and also, who's that girl? Is kind of like it's her song, but it it really implies the popularity of that song means we know her. You know? Yeah. Because th- if well, you who- remember, who's that girl? The the lyrics are who's that girl? Eve's that girl. So it's like, oh, we know her. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. She is that girl. And Maximilian Cooper is, when you Google him, first of all, most of the, he's English, most of the websites that say like, like, like when I Google Brett Randall, it's like American tabloids that are like, who is Brett Randall? When I Google who is Maximilian Cooper, you get mostly British tabloids that are like, who is Maximilian Cooper? He is, this is a great, this I think describes him. I don't even have to do more research. Also, they've been together forever. They've been together for a really long time. Yeah, this has been a um, thing for but, a while. Like, Eve married a rich but, guy, you know? Yeah, she married a rich guy. But I love this one sentence because I think it says everything you need to know about this person. Cooper, 49, is a businessman, 
race car driver, and skateboarder. That is, I'm sorry, rich, a vibe. That rich, is a type of rich guy. Rich, that is a guy. Yes. That's a guy. It means you're rich. And Gumball 3000 is his charity. Oh, is it? Gumball 3000? It's his company. It's a group of companies that owns an apparel brand, a charity, and organizes an annual celebrity. It sounds like it's like, this is my um, this is my corporation name. <laughs> yeah, where I was going to say, it's my LLC. You know? It's like me asking like, this is my, I That's my what I mean. LLC. This is LLC. Yeah. Eve just left the talk, or Eve recently left the talk. She's on a new mm-hmm. show on NBC, ABC, CBS. Which one? It's ABC. I think it's ABC. She's on a new show with Brandy about like a girl group that get back, gets back together. I think you calling it Girls 5 Eva but serious is the is the way to go. I mean, it's a drama. Yes, it's a drama about a reuniting girls group. So Girls 5 Eva but serious. So it's like yeah. that, you know? It's more of a drama. And it's, it's like Shonda, Shondaland Girls 5 Eva, you know? Mm-hmm. It premieres tonight for the listeners. It's a meta. It's not to be. I don't want to actually go into what it's about, but it's a. It's a. It's meta because it stars Eve, Brandy, and Naturi Naughton, who's from Power and Three LW. So it's like we're, we're really all actually successful yeah, singers. We're also like we're doing a thing here. We're trying to. We're 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 all familiar with this. We all can act this well because we all lived this very in various forms. Yeah. And once again, I know that this is a trend these days but it still just keeps taking me out the number of shows and movies that are specifically about millennial nostalgia where like that is the thing holding it up where this is just about like well remember 1999 that's basically what this show is about remember that yeah well it's a um, it's well a... everything you loved in 1999 is now well, 22 we're targeting, years targeting so. we're targeting you know they're targeting the audience that has spending power or whatever they're they're, they're they know what they're mm-hmm. doing so it's not surprising but also it's like interesting because it's like we're like oh eve she She's a them, like Brandy. She's a them, but it's like, of course they're gonna sign up to do a show like this. Like they're free, you know. Mm-hmm. They're all free. they're all free enough to do this, and this is a big deal. It's not just some random show on Peacock. It's a it's on ABC, NBC, CBS. Exactly. I forget which one. You said it. It's ABC. <laughs> it's a it's a real television show, and all all three of them are extremely famous, except the other person in it. And what I again, they're working in they're working in a lot of like interesting angles here like i'm intrigued i will watch the pilot we'll see if i go farther than that but like the three main members of the group were brandy naturi not and eve but then there was a fourth member of the group and her name was uh it's she's played by someone named nadine velasquez and she played a group member named butter pecan and in the universe of the show the three originating or founding members of the group which were what were they called they were called like the group is funny nasty bitches nasty bitches I got to say, like, in a way, that's realistic of a name. But in a way, it's also put to yeah. the point of parody, like nasty bitches. And yeah. it's almost like, is this a comedy? But I know it's not. Yeah. Well, you have to, when it's on network television, you got to go like, you got to make things as obvious right. as possible. Like, you can't, there's no room for nuance. But she is the only one who found success after. So when they're trying to reunite the band, Butter Pecan is extremely famous and ho- and is the host of a show that's like the talk. Like, she kind of has, like, the Eve-adjacent role. I don't know. It seems... It's kind of fun. It looks fun. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Here's a headline. Rita Ora shows off her sense of style in a quirky neon green chain scarf as she cryptically teases she's working on a mystery Disney project during LA trip. A mystery Disney project? Well, they're specifically music related too. She's clearly like recording a song for an yeah, upcoming clearly. Disney movie, right? That's not, all it is. Yeah, I mean, uh, unless she's unless gonna have a she's song like, like the voice of like nah, and blah, you know. But I doubt it. Historically, the songs Rita Ora has provided for movies are good. Yeah, Rita. Rita's a soundtrack queen. She loves this. 
And then we have this headline, which is all wrong, completely misrepresents what's going on. What's going on? Michael Jackson's daughter Paris leaves rude comment on Rita Ora's Instagram post. Maybe it's not rude, but it's weird. They're friends. Sure, but it's weird. Yeah, but they're buds. So she posted that she was the most played female artist of the 21st century. Uh, one of. One of. UK, well, who am I to question UK radio station data? Yeah, I was going to say, who did, the, who did the collecting of the data? She wrote, so this cool 21st century, eh? Well, guys, I'll take it. I'm grateful every day. The 21st century is pretty long. <laughs> Wait, Rita's so funny. The 21st century is pretty long. So to even be considered... Okay, it's not like you were nominated. It's just numbers. So to even be considered at, it is just so awesome. I think she doesn't know how numbers work. Because I'm reading the actual post and it's just... Compiled from music usage and airplay data from UK radio stations and television channels, Rita Ora was named one of the most played female artists of the 21st century. Anyway, Paris Jackson commented, I've also been named one of the most played, but I'm not talking about my music. I was also the one of the most played, like play, like people played her, <laughs> like played, like she was like players played her. I think that's her joke. That's, that's what her I thought. Joke. She was she was played, but it says rude comment, but it's not actually rude. And also they're friends. And then when people couldn't understand what Paris Jackson was saying, she commented to herself and said, "Just kidding. I love you, and I'm proud of you, boo." Because they're friends. And also your joke didn't make any sense. It was underneath this particular post that she was greeted with a seemingly cheeky response from Paris Jackson that left fans completely stumped. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, though, we're done. Thank you for listening to another episode of our podcast. Call in at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show, our call-in show, Who's There? Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song. Thank you to our research assistant, Timmy, for researching and assisting. And thank you to everyone who has bought tickets to our live show. There are still more tickets available. Who weekly. It starts, starts this week. We're kicking off this week. And let me tell you, it's really it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. And don't forget, we what have gonna wear? live shows. We have two after parties uh, this week after we the did. New York shows, respectively. And then we have an after party in Los Angeles. So if you need the details on those, go check out our Instagram. We do. See you Friday. And um, in more ways than one. Oh, my God. In more ways than one. See you Friday. Bye. Bye. You will say that. Yeah. 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 They want to know. Hey.